You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Making my way back from a day. Making my way back from Tuscaloosa. You know, the the appropriate way to say that was making my way back to you, babe, with burning love inside. I should have said that, but it just wouldn't have been accurate. It wouldn't have been (laughs) accurate. Well, when has accuracy ever stopped us from saying anything? <laughs> Good point. Good point. The show goes on. Uh, Jimmy, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. We'll talk about Built Bar in just a little bit. But uh, for right now, A-Day is in the books. And um, just give your overall thoughts on everything, and then we'll try and break it down a little bit more. 109 days until uh, fall camp starts. Let's start with that. That Well, 108 when uh, people are listening to this uh, this show. So, uh so the countdown begins. Um, you know, I, you know. Here's the, the first take I have is that most of the comments that I've read on on social media have been really uh, positive, which is great. I mean, most everybody uh, watched a day and enjoyed it and is sort of excited about things. I've seen very few negative comments, which is pretty shocking considering that only one offensive touchdown was scored in the entire game. I mean, we're yeah. coming off the highest scoring Alabama team of all time. Last year, we scored more points per game than any Alabama team has ever done ever. And we score one touchdown between two teams in, in 60 minutes of football. And everybody's like, wow, that was damn entertaining. And I'm like, man, we, we must be starved for football. That, that was a, uh, that was a, an easy to please crowd, which is normally, the opposite of, uh, of Alabama fans. So that, that stood out to me. Uh, but, you know, it's really about individuals. We, we all know that uh, all the players that were missing between the injuries and then the not specified but missing, everybody make of that what you will. Uh, and, and there was, you know, Christian Harris is gone, uh, Brian Robinson out, and, of course, the injuries, no Malachi Moore, no Phil Mathis, no Emil Echior, no John Mechie, uh, B-Rob not playing, uh, Jalen Milrow not playing, which is really disappointing to me because uh, based on what I've seen, you know, earlier in the spring, I, I was really looking forward to the fans getting to see him play. He's really special. So, uh, you know, all those missing guys. So really the only thing to, to look at to me was individuals. I mean, looking for team chemistry, looking for good team play, that was just not going to happen with all those missing guys. But individuals could still stand out, and, and several did, most notably Bryce Young, who I think has not just solidified himself as a starting quarterback, but I think has built a lot of confidence in the fans in him. I, I, think, I think everybody knows Bryce is going to be good, and, and this summer won't be a summer of worrying about, gosh, our quarterback's not good enough. I, I, I think Bryce uh, put all those fears to, to rest uh, Roydell Williams, who's going to be a number two or number even number three back, uh, I thought looked like a starter. I thought Roydell looked like he could be the starting running back and, and would be fine. A um, couple of young receivers stood out, which was a, almost a little surprising. A Jai Hall was, uh, has been talked about by a lot of people. Treshawn Holden, I thought, 
he had a couple of bad drops, but Holden also played well uh, around the drops. And uh, I think Holden looked like a guy who's going to contribute at some point. Ajay looked like a guy who could be a star. Um, and we need some young receivers to step up, so that was nice. Everybody finally got to see Cameron Latu, who has been a two-year development at, at tight end, and now he's announced he is ready. He will be, I think, a co-starter at tight end along with Jaleel Billingsley. And how about this strange fact? In three scrimmages, the two scrimmages plus A-Day, Cameron Latu scored a touchdown in every scrimmage. So Latu is a big part of things, um, scoring in all three game-like situations. So Latu is going to be a thing, you know, in the fall. And defensively, I thought several guys stood out, including Kool-Aid McKinstry, the true freshman cornerback, who's going to make a real run at a starting position in the fall. But he's going to have to beat out Jalen Armour Davis, who I thought played really well uh, yesterday as well. Um, uh, and Jalen Moody is a guy that I thought really stood out uh, among the starters. I, I think Moody has been underappreciated, underregarded, and uh, Jalen Moody uh, has a chance to be a pro football player. The, the Moody I saw yesterday is going to be a pro football player. So uh, those were a few of the guys. Chris Braswell, another guy that stood out to me as well. But those were the real standouts to me. Uh, Jamarian Latham played uh, well with the twos. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is where you want to go. Use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Big time welcome bonus for you. So if you put in 100, you get 150 to play with. It's that simple. It's quick math, um, easy to pay, easy to get paid through BetOnline.ag. I know college football is not going on right now. I know college basketball is done, but you still got the NBA. You can bet on tennis. You can bet on golf. You can bet on the NHL. You can bet on whatever you want to bet on. You can bet on reality TV with betonline.ag. They are the absolute best betting website, and everybody with Locked On endorses them. We appreciate them. They've been a fantastic sponsor. We beg you to give them a shot. You will love it if you're into gambling. Go to betonline.ag. You will absolutely love it. If you bet on Bryce Young to be day the MVP, congratulations. Count that money, y'all. Go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. All right, Jimmy. Um, yeah, let me let me throw in a few of my thoughts here. Uh, you covered sure. most everything pretty well. Um, I, I thought Bryce Young did look very, very good. There were some things that are concerning. Um, he had a couple of balls that were batted down. Um, he was also, you know, he had that uh sack that led to a scoop and score but really that was more chris braswell's incredible get off and um i think it was he beat was it was it randolph he beat was it kendall randolph he uh, beat? i believe so i believe so yeah and i mean he just never had a shot i mean look if braswell's that good when when you know chris allen and will um will anderson aren't in the game good god i mean i don't i don't know look the defense is usually ahead of the offense is the old saying. And I think we knew the defense was going to be ahead of the offense this time anyway. I mean, you do have to give, I think you have to give Bryce Young bonus points with all those injuries you talked about. Um, you, you know, I, I think we all believe rightly or wrongly that Roy Dale Williams and Jace McClellan uh, probably have more potential than Brian Robinson at this point, but Brian Robinson is the starter. So he was out. And then the the number one receiver on the team coming back was also out. And Emil Echior was out. So, I mean, that's Bryce Young is already playing with a stacked deck uh, against him. So I thought he played very, very well. Also, you got to remember he's not able to use his feet quite as much in a game like this. 
because all you got to do is touch him, even though he wasn't sacked very often, if at all, if I remember right, except for that scoop and score. Um, so I, I really was impressed with Bryce. Um, his eyebrows look fantastic, as I predicted. They, they still look <laughs> fantastic. I thought his eyebrows <laughs> and Saban's coat were two of the best things on the sidelines. Um, then uh, let, let me just try – Deontay Lawson. Um, again, oh, yes. I, I, can't, I can't apologize enough for my lukewarm review of him after his junior state championship game appearance um, for Mobile Christian in which they lost. I, I would just – I misread the room on that one. I, I was completely wrong. Deontay Lawson is going to be a thing, and I'm really impressed with him. I'm with you. I didn't think enough people said good things about Jalen Armour Davis. I thought he had one of the plays of the game when he broke up a pass that was perfectly thrown for Javon Baker. Baker makes a great play on the ball. But Armour Davis gets his hand in there and knocks it away. Um, yep. I also was a bit surprised that Kirk Herbstreet voted for Jalen Milrow to be the MVP, considering he didn't play. But Kirk Herbstreet talked like about Jalen Milrow the way you talk about Sarah Jean Underwood. I mean, he just loved <laughs> Jalen Milrow. Um, and I also think it's clear now. I think we is sort of the devil you don't know versus the devil you do, um, which is the opposite of the cliche. I know, but. I think most people are like, okay, after yesterday, we're willing to take our chances with Jalen Milrow as the number two. I'm not necessarily taking a shot at Paul Tyson, but I think that Paul Tyson didn't – he didn't have the kind of game that gave people a lot of confidence in him as the solidified number two. I'll also bring up a guy that I thought had a – Xavier Williams had a bad day. Ziggy did not play well at all, and there's probably nobody beating themselves up more than him about it. But, man, he, he did not do himself any favors, especially considering other guys like Treshawn Holden did have a good day. Uh, Hall was incredible. Um, some of these other guys just had uh, – I, I thought, uh, was it Jones Bell had a couple of good catches, right? He did. He did. He so, did. I mean, it was just a bad day for Williams when all these receivers – and we hadn't even gotten to uh, JoJo Earl yet. So, yeah, it's uh, – and also Christian Leary didn't play. I mean, let's not forget that. Yeah, I mean, it was really a makeshift group for the ones and the twos. I mean, really, in so many ways, yesterday's starters were really the twos, and yesterday's backups were really the threes. I mean, that, that it was that many significant players missing. But, uh, no, great points about Deontay Lawson. He's really the fourth inside linebacker behind Christian Harris, Jalen Moody, and Shane Lee. But, uh, but Christian Harris and Shane Lee weren't out there. So, so Deontay was a starter even though he's really the fourth inside linebacker in the pecking order, but he looked great. He He's a future star. Um, I thought Christian Story looked good. I mean, now look, yeah, he only had the one pick, and I understand. But I just – there's something about the it factor. You know, you don't know it till you see it. And I thought when he, he made the play, and yes, I know he fumbled, but he looked so natural out there at that safety position. I was like, man, this, this guy can be a thing too. Um, yeah. So I, I thought he looked pretty good. I, I was happy for him because I called him in a state championship game and he was phenomenal. Uh, and so I've been pulling for him. And considering he's a 1A dude and Jamarian Latham is also a 1A dude out there looking w- good, I, I thought that was rather surprising. Yeah, normally those guys take a while, and maybe it has taken a while. I mean, they were both, in essence, red shirts a year ago, not not playing much or any snaps at all. And now it looks like they will be players. I don't think either one of them are going to be starters. 
but it's very comforting to know that uh, that they'll be next in line and next to go uh, after this current starting group is cycled out. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15. LOCKEDON15 is the promo code for Built Bar. Absolutely delicious. These things are fantastic. They've got a cornucopia of flavors, and I mean that in a very non-Thanksgiving type of way. It is just this this plethora of flavors. You'll love them all. Uh, They're chocolate-covered. They're delicious. They're great to maintain or to lose weight. Um, And they they just taste fantastic. We can't say this enough. Jimmy and I have had several samples sent to us, and we go through them like Sherman through Georgia. They are delicious. And um, they're covered in chocolate. Again, great for a keto diet. That's another thing that's pretty crucial. Get the carrot cake. I think you can pick out the flavors you want. Get the carrot cake. You will absolutely adore that. They also have this new thing called fluffs, and they're awesome. They're like flavored kind of marshmallowy uh, interior, but covered in chocolate. It's They're fantastic. Go check out Built Bar, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Use the promo code Locked on 15 for 15% off your order, and you will love these things. They're great to get you through the day um, if you don't have time for a meal or if you're just trying to lose a little bit of weight. Locked on 15 is the promo code at Built Bar. Also, want to tell everybody about cal-media.com. That's Kaleidoscope Media. These are our buddies down there in Baldwin County. It's Michael and Cassie Moore, two of the best people you'll ever meet. They love helping people visualize their architectural needs. And They've got these 3D modeling and all this rendering and everything else. They can help you with the kitchen remodel or they can help you with a whole home redo, whatever you want. Go check them out at kal-media.com, kal-media.com. Look, Michael is a super, super man. And I mean, I mean that literally. He served two tours in Iraq, decorated disabled veteran, just a great American, literally super dude. He got into industrial engineering and design after uh, he got out of the military. And then his wife just has this passion for people. She's such a great woman. And she wants to help everybody get their, make their dreams come true with their homes. So if it's just something like a kitchen or a bathroom remodel, whatever, they want to help you. Or if it's all new home stuff, they want to help you with that too. KAL-media.com. KAL-media.com. Go check them out. And we would certainly appreciate it. All right, Jimmy, um, we're going to be talking about A-Day all week long, but I figured for right now, uh, did you – all right, so, Jimmy, I know you were at A-Day, but did you get a chance to see any other SEC spring games? I did not. I have read briefly – I know JT Daniels played well at Georgia. I've read some things about some other spring games, but uh, I was not even able to see uh, highlights this morning. Wow, okay. Well, then I'll wait for you to uh, see some highlights to talk about that. I mean, I I have some comments on a few of them, um, and uh, we'll just talk about that later. What did you think about the crowd? How did it feel to have 47,000 people there? I know it certainly was far from full, but how did it feel to have that many people in the stadium again? I felt like old times a little bit. I mean, there was still some some pretty good spacing, and, and people wore masks on the way in, into the stadium anyway. Uh, and uh, also went to the uh, the captain ceremony thing at, uh, at Denny Chimes. And it was just, it kind of felt like the old days a little bit, which was nice. Um, I thought there was a lot of excitement. Uh, I thought it was a lot of positivity. And, uh, yeah, it was a good, uh, it was a good day. The weather was, the weather was really good. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun, uh, fun A-Day. It felt like old times for sure. Yeah, the the weather looked awesome. Um 
I mean, aside from the injuries and the apparent COVID sit-outs and things like that, I mean, I really thought it couldn't have gone any better. There weren't any significant injuries that I could tell. Um, and I, I just felt like it, it went really, really well. And it was also just – it was so good to have some football back. I mean, some real live football back. And, um, it, boy, it, this team – at first I was worried about, like, how we're going to embrace this team because there's so many unknowns. But, you know, they seem – um, whereas last year, and, and please, for the love of all things holy, I, there's no reason to ever cut on last year's team. And even though it was, there were some fun-loving moments and there were some exciting moments, um, it seemed like last year was like, hey, we're, we're going to bulldoze through everybody, and that's what they did. This year, you can see, like, Hall's genuine excitement with every catch yep. he had. Was it, it made it kind of fun for a minute. And, look, I know we're Alabama fans, so we're more business-like, just win, baby, and all that stuff. And but it was kind of cool. Like Hall was he had that high school exuberance that sort of that made watching a day a little bit more fun than usual. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, A lot of it's because of I mean, there was a lot of new faces. There's a lot of young kids out there. So young. In fact, so many of the guys that we were watching yesterday will only play ancillary roles on the team this fall. Uh, But they were the only kids to watch because so many of the regulars were out. And when I say regulars, even some of those guys are new. I mean, there's really a lot of new starters, and particularly as it relates to the offense. Now, the defense is a veteran group. Uh, and, and, but, again, with Will Anderson not playing, Christian Harris not playing, I mean, they might be the two best players we have on defense. They weren't even out there yesterday, to say nothing of Phil Mathis, who's been out the whole spring, and Malachi Moore is another guy. I mean, so literally we could argue that our best three defensive players weren't even out there. So – it wasn't the real 2021 team, but we did see enough to be really optimistic because, like, wow, if those guys are just sort of role players. We might have something this fall, and guess what? We've had something every single fall. Nick Saban's been here. Yeah, okay, so, Jimmy, we will talk more A-Day throughout the week, and um, also your homework is to check out some more of these spring games around the league and to find out some recruiting tidbits because I know we had a bunch of visitors, and it sounded like a bunch of them had fun. I mean, it couldn't have been a more perfect day. I mean, weather-wise, just – I saw that Walter Nolan dude. You did see him? him. I saw him, and whoa. Whoa. Is he huge? He's a lot of of dude. No, and when I mean that, like, I don't mean heavy. I mean, he's like – he has a junior in college body to him. Oh, God. Even for a defensive tackle. I mean, he's – he, he's a, he's a big kid, kind of young in the face though. It's kind of like, kind of like, wow. I mean, that's obviously a prospect. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, oh, oh that's 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 Nolan. And uh, yeah, wow. He's a dude. All right, buddy. So that'll do it for this podcast. We'll be back throughout the week to talk more a day, and we'll also talk a little bit about the you know Alabama baseball did get two out of three from Auburn, so that was nice. Softball team didn't fare quite as well, but that's okay. Uh, Overall, I thought a great weekend for Alabama, and we'll talk about it all week. So until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.